Spreading the gospel. Figure it out, bud. Boom. Yo, man. Hot potato. Yep. Oh, damn. Yo, let me hit that. Going deep. Temple Tales with And we're live back again at Elixir on Wednesday. What's up, Corey with a K? Corey with a K here. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. It's been a while. We had a we had a change in management, so we missed a week. It's we okay. missed last Wednesday. Nice little vacay. Yeah. Got a little came by anyway, got a little frothy. We did. We just <laughs> got hammered instead. I, I kinda needed it, you know? No, I hear you. It was a nice little break. Especially with uh, all the coaching and work and everything and you you killing it on the on the mic at Appreciate home. It. Appreciate dropping, it. Dropping lyrical genius hey, work. bars. I'm dropping yeah, bars. They're not bars. It's flow. It's, you're it, dropping flow. I appreciate you're not it. a rapper. You no, know. I'm not. You're not, not yet, a rapper. Anyway. So it's all flow. Yo, so let me tell you about this story. I met this dude downtown. I'm not saying you know him. Turns out he sells weed. You know what I mean? I go to his house to pick up some bud. He's got a fucking full studio oh, and you went yeah, there yeah, last yeah, I week was there, i was there i was there so Corey showed me the video of the studio i showed Sick. up bro i didn't realize it's like a separate room it's this like guys it's almost like a shed yeah yeah yeah. it's separate all soundproof it's he's been doing music professionally for 20 fucking years bro and like that's some manifestive shit man i just went over to buy some weed and like oh wait before you went, you told me about it, and what did I say? I was like, you check out the studio, bro. Yeah, check out the studio. <laughs> so, Sick. That was fucking dope, He's got man. couches in there. It's fucking, it's awesome. It's all, like, coming together, because I've been thinking about this music thing for 10 years. I just never really did it, you know? I had to buy the laptop, all this shit, but now that I have five songs out? I think it's a mental thing, man. You you really, 2021, what, what we say? We're doing big shit. Or we're going to do what we said we're going to do, 2021. Yep. I mean, talking about a podcast for two years, we started one. Yep. Talking about getting on the mic and putting music out doing that mm-hmm. like it's good bro so Corey wanted to talk about what today fucking bad roommates bad man. roommates man. I have this guy he's actually sitting across from me right now I'm not gonna name any names but <laughs> holla at a fool Ben you know you ask him for a simple task you know I gotta go run the store do something flip my laundry I forgot not only did I forget I took a nap he fell asleep with the dogs wait so who was your worst roommate you've ever had because you've mostly lived with friends, right? And then your ex? Um, Worst roommate I've ever had. That's that's tough because they're all bad in different ways and they're all great in different yeah. ways. Like, it's tough. That's tough to say. I did have a roommate in college that literally we had a fully, like, kitchen, right? He bought a mini fridge. And I'm the kind of person I buy food. Like, it's, you know, if it's in the pantry, if it's in the fridge, you know, go after it. Y'all can eat it. Yeah, 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 just refill it or be respectful about the... We'd cook and we'd eat, you know, the food that I bought and everything, but he bought a mini fridge and threw all of his food in his mini fridge and would come out with with shit when I'm drunk at, like, 2.30 in the morning and, like, Hot Pockets or, like, some, like, you know, lunch meat to make a sandwich. I'm like, where the fuck are you finding (laughs) this, bro? Hook me up, bro. You're holding out on me. What do you... Where is this? And come to find out, He's got a whole stockpile in his room, in his mini fridge. And I'm like, bro, I've been buying food. We've been eating all my food. Like, this is fucked. Let me get some snacks. Wait, wait, would he not let you indulge in his shit or what? He didn't until I brought it up. What's up, boys? What's up, man? How are you, sir? I heard you're playing tonight at um, Chillers? Chillers tonight. Chillers at one? Shark Brew? One to two? Hell yeah. Speaking perfect time to get him on. But like I was saying, though. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't hiding it, but he was hiding it until I found out, and then it was all good, you That's know? Up. We're funny. talking about shitty roommates right now. Shitty roommates. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember um, these two guys, uh, Daryl and Blue, they lived with me. 
It was all good. They paid rent. I had this other guy move in on the couch. He was like, bro, I need a week. Me and my girlfriend will be here. I'll give you 200 bucks for the week. I need a week. Three months go by. I collected that $200 from him one time. And I was like, hey, man, listen, it's been like fucking two months. I was busy. You know, I'm not really paying attention. I was like, you got to go. You're too nice. I'm too nice. I was like, you got to go. We work together, right? I leave work at 3 p.m. He leaves work at 5 p.m. That day he goes, fuck you, bro. I ain't paying you shit. I said, okay. I go home and I take the couch that he's been sleeping on and I throw it over the balcony. And all his shit, just throw it over the balcony and change the locks. This guy shows up. It was one of the first fights I ever got into as an adult. This guy... He decides, he like squares up against me, and I knew he was going to hit me when he pulled his pants up. As soon as he went Did he grab the front, front he, belt he loops? He grabbed the front belt loop, pulled his pants pulled up. up. So as soon as he back. did that, I hit him with the left hook, bro. I said, nope, I'm not getting punched in the face today. Good thing you're left-handed. So I fucking hit him. <laughs> and then we got in a fight. We scrapped. His older brother came. My dad came because we all worked together. It was like this whole fucking chaotic goddamn thing. I ended up moving out, taking my name off the lease, and those guys like trashed the fucking house for another year and a half, bro. It was one of those things where I got way over my head and I couldn't say the no to people. Revolving roommate? Is that what you you're talking what I mean? about? What's up, Vicky B in the house? Hello. Hi. Hello. Feels good to be back on That's, the mic, though, man. Yeah, it definitely does. That's a, dude, that sounds like the worst roommate story ever. <laughs> wasn't yeah. a roommate, though. He was a guest. And he had, well, and, guest. He, and they had a pit bull that they didn't train and they fed him raw Don't meat. Don't tell me you threw the dog the over the balcony. Too, What'd you do with the dog? No, I like the dog. What'd you do with the dog? You the keep dog, it? Hopefully you kept it. No, his older brother kept the dog. Okay, I was about to say. And I, I got response. Yo, we got one of our guests. Holla. Perfect. Wait, Stevie, you trying to get on here? Uh, you want to go first? I mean, no, you're up. Stevie, you've been waiting for a minute. Like Stevie weeks. has been waiting. It's up to, I mean, it's up to you. Your call. Your first one today, Ben. Let's, let's do it. Let's get on it, Stevie. Right. Do it. Yeah. We're live, so I'm sitting here with Shark Brew, haha. What's up, guys? Yo, tell me about that name, dude. How'd you get that? Oh, Shark Brew? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Shark Brew is from RuneScape. Oh, shit, so, I fucking love RuneScape. Yeah, I don't know if you played RuneScape so as a RuneScape kid or not. RuneScape taught me economics. I used to uh, buy lobsters low and then sell them high. Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I only learned, like, wood cutting and shit like that, you know, just modding players. But, um, Did you ever do the, the cheat code where you'd be like, yeah, just trade it with me, and then, like, try to do the click thing where you could like get them to trade you shit no I there was didn't like know. so many little scams on Ruska. i was a little tons. kid like playing that Dude, so you, anyway people would just mod characters and like my friends would just mod like 100 percent a bunch of characters and then just sell them for money that was their hustle really growing up yeah sell them on ebay or something they for would money? i i don't know they had like member account i was never i would never pay for a membership yeah, for runescape yeah. i was one of their friends <laughs> that would play but never and uh but it came from runescape and I was I grew up doing and being in bands and stuff. So I was in heavy metal bands growing up, uh, indie bands, what did you punk play? bands. So uh, the band that I was in, I started off as the guitar player and singer, and then I, I left the band for a little bit to focus on school, and then um, I came back as just a singer, and then our bassist left. So then I went on and I was the bassist and the singer. So I had multiple roles in one band. And, uh, Playing the bass guitar with a microphone? With a microphone, yeah. Like, ah, That's a rarity. You don't see that too often. Yeah. Well, you know. I guess it's like a back a backup vocals, but right. you don't see the main guy singing yeah, on so a bass guitar. You're right. And it's pretty the, cool. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I definitely miss being uh, playing live music, singing in front of crowds and stuff, but DJing is really cool too. But uh, we would have our own lingo in the band. So we would say things like pink and shark brew uh, and things like that so shark brew uh, shark yeah. brew meant like psych bro psych mm. uh so you know um that's fucking real, awesome dude and pink meant like for real like yeah. like like true like for real so you, i'd be like yo 
I slept with Haley last night. And then it'd be like, yo, pink, bro? Pink? <laughs> and then you, we would say, if it was pink, <laughs> you like my shark vape? The shark vape? He's holding up shark a, a, a shark fucking eating his green vape right here. <laughs> I put it up to the mic like it was a camera. <laughs> Look at it. Here you go. For the viewers. Um... <laughs> But yeah, shark room meant psych, bro. Pink meant for real. So you know, I slept with Haley. Pink, bro. Like, and I'd be like, Bink, awesome, Bink, man. for real. Like, shark, bro. <laughs> so I just made it my Instagram handle, and then from there, I just was like, well, that is, is me. Uh, mine's Holl at a fool. Yeah. And that was my AIM name. Like when the internet first started. Nice. That was like the thing. You know I had an AIM. I remember stayed. AIM. I had AIM. Do you remember your AIM name? Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Oh, it was it was Skater Boy forty two forty with the SK eight, you know, with Avril Lavigne bumping in the background. Right. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so what's good, Stevie? What else is new, man? Nah, I know, you know you've been DJing. You're trying to get after that. Not trying. Been getting after that. Right. You, you know, know I, I just shows. do it for fun. You know, I'm out here for fun. Not here to be the best or anything like that. I just I just like to have fun Found with that. my friends. It's almost like being, almost like being in a band. You know, with with everybody being a DJ, you can go hang out and just. You know, put in your USB and be like, oh, let's go back to back. Let's yeah, just yeah, play yeah. a couple tracks. Let's have a little bit of fun. And it's almost like jamming. You know, you get a bunch of guitar players to just solo out. It's, it's like an easier way to jam, and you can do it in front of other people. Right, right. And you just wild them people, with different if music. If you bring out your instruments and say, hey, guys, you want to jam? Not many people are going to gather around. You know right, I mean? yeah. But Some people might DJ, just think it's noise. Yeah, you guys can just, like, share your art together. It's fucking right. dope, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun for sure. Hell, yeah. So you're playing tonight. Here at Elixir, Wednesdays. If you guys aren't here, you know the fucking drill. I'm actually playing at Chillers tonight. Oh, my bad. Chillers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> tonight we've got a full female lineup here at Elixir. Uh, but Local Motion, that's the new event that we're at. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, at we Elixir miss you guys. Hey, we miss being here. But, you fucking know. A, but we showed up last week just to check it out. We were going to set up the podcast for like, let's see let's see who's in charge around here first, you know? I mean, we're def it's definitely a nice vibe. It's still great. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's us, you know. It's, we're we're, yeah, we're part it's of the, the people. Yeah, we're here. We're the reason anything happens. We're all friends. If you build it, they will come, kind of thing, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Yo, so my birthday is March 16th. Oh yeah, that's in a couple weeks. I've been talking to Uriel about it. Mm -hmm. I want to do a fucking house party at the temple on probably the 20th. Oh, that sounds awesome. See if you guys can bring your shit. Oh, we got the equipment. Come set up. We'll bring the people. What do you oh, think, Corey? Say no less. Biggest parrot? Yeah, parrot. I, yeah. I have a parrot. I have a blue and gold a, macaw. What's his name? His name is Cookie, oh, like Cookie Monster. Does he talk to you? Yeah, he talks when he wants to. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, he says like, "Hello, Cookie. I love you. I love you, Cookie Dough." Yeah. Has he ever gotten you in trouble? Like said the wrong thing? Oh no. Well, <laughs> actually, everyone thinks he says curse words. I I I'm with him all the time, so I don't think so. But everyone's like. Bro, he just said, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, he just said, hello, motherfucker. Like, so maybe you think he's not doing it around dad? He doesn't maybe, want to get in trouble around good, dad? Like, and I do say that. I'm like, he's a good bird. He's a good boy. He doesn't say those nasty words. <laughs> when you leave the room, he's like, fuck all y'all, motherfucker. Yeah. He's like anti-Semitic, too, all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 he, just starts, he just starts throwing the hand up. Oh, I'm throwing my hand up. I was like, don't do that. He's going to get you. And boom. I love it, man. <laughs> Yo, he's, so... Um, random question. How are your parents? Oh, my parents are good. You know, yeah, mom's back. Mom's back home. She's in Tampa. My dad lives in uh, New Jersey. But uh, I just saw my dad 
for the first time in like 15 years back in September. Oh, wow. Yeah, How I hadn't seen that, him in that How was that? Well, uh, it was it was honestly it was it was a lot of fun. I hadn't seen him. Were in you so guys long. in contact at all? Or uh, he's been in contact with me since I turned about 19, 20, mm. 21. Uh, he was a drug addict my whole life, so he okay. never really contacted us or tried to talk to us. And um, when I met him when he got older, you know, he was just like, oh, I was just like, you know, super ashamed, you know, to like yeah. go up and talk to you guys. And even though I knew the numbers, I knew where you were. Town as you guys and shit he did for up, a while. Or? And then um, he moved to Puerto Rico okay. and then just stayed there like for the rest of my life. But he yeah. was always fucked up. Like he used to live on the streets and stuff. So. That's just what it was, and he was just kind of out of my life. I had other, you know, father figures, course, and so sure. didn't bother me. But getting to see him again, you know, I, I, I have, I feel like I'm his firstborn son. So even though I may deal. not, yeah, even though I may not want to be, you know, involved in his life as often, I feel like he may, he has, you know, he deserves to know that his his absence is his absence. Yeah, only made me so great. Yeah, you know? made you who you are exactly. today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <coughs> Like, wow, what did you guys talk about when you saw him? Uh, did you guys he, like, go to dinner or something? Or? Oh, we did a lot of stuff. I actually, okay, he was he lives in New Jersey now, but he was moving out of his apartment in mm. Puerto Rico. So he's like, hey, do you want to come over here and meet your half-brother? So I met my brother while I was there. Cool. Younger brother, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my younger brother. And then uh, just helped him with all the stuff he needed to do with moving out of his apartment. Cool, man. So, and, and then we were in Puerto Rico, but it was right when they, like, they signed all these executive orders. They closed the beaches. So I went to Puerto Rico. I couldn't really do anything. In but full COVID, nothing's open. Yeah, nothing was open. It Literally was a ghost town. Pops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the in the fucking hood, he lived in. Uh, oh, some, they call it a casaria. Okay. So that's like uh, project. You know the projects for mm. government housing for people in Puerto Rico. Like was it? Yeah, you know, it's in Bayamon. So it's like right outside no, San Juan, dude. Like. I just, I just want to say, like, people think they know hood. Like, no, that was the fucking, the fucking hood, bro. Hood, I couldn't bro. walk around anywhere without my dad. I couldn't walk with my phone in my hand. You you drive your car in, and there's a person with a fucking walkie-talkie, like, saying, yo, black car is, like, super sus. Yo, this white car looks like a because they don't like know you or whatever. Yeah, they don't know you. It, and Was like, the neighborhood one way in, one way out? Yes. Bro, that's where fucking Jorge grew up. Yep, that's where Jorge grew up. No, wait, say it again. What was is, it? Is it by the stadium? Like... Okay. So he, 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 he was. Bro, that's like literally right that's where my dad right is. There. Yeah, it's like. Bro, right so he was telling corner. us about that spot. It's like one way in, one way out, and the neighborhood fucking watches out for each other. And if they don't know you in the neighborhood, they gonna rob your ass. Yeah, they're gonna fucking shoot you. They gonna fucking shoot your, not even rob you, shoot your ass. What is it? Drugs. Interesting, bro. Interesting. They still, the, everybody's hustling in there though, because you got you got people that are like, that like little food trucks. You can go up and buy like a hamburger, a little shish kebab. And there's some, some blow if you want. In yeah. The same food truck. And then across the street, you know, it's like the same. The guy's brother is selling, you know, coke and fucking and shit. My, I asked my dad. He went to go get us some food at night because everything was closed. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the little lady and get like some, I don't know, some mozzarella sticks, a burger or something like that. And I was like, oh, I bet she sells weed, too, huh? He's like, well, you want some weed? I can get it for you. <laughs> it's $12. Like, it was such an odd price. For how much? It was like, it was a vial. I would say it was about, like, two grams or, like, yeah. a gram and a half for yeah, 12 bucks. For 12 bucks. Well, it comes with the what blunt. What a random-ass fucking yeah, number. It, it did come with a blunt. So I think, like, the $2 right. was for the blunt. Okay. You know? What a random-ass fucking number. 
Oh, what's up? Kirkulee's in the house? Kirk-y-lee. You're good, man. We're chilling. Hey, it's a live podcast. Anything can fucking happen. We live. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking it was a lot of fun. Years, man. It it was a while, but it was it, it was great. I, I loved it. Good, you know, I don't have any like bad feelings about it. Oh, I felt yeah. like it was much needed, and oh, yeah. I got a I got an awesome trip. Yeah, I got an awesome trip to Puerto Rico and got to meet my brother and stuff. There was so much so, that came with it. So, do you feel like with your your father's history, is there anything that you would um, uh, like break the chain out of? Like, if you were to have kids, something that you would do differently to break the chain? You oh know man. I mean? like, I mean, he just he just wasn't there, you know. Yeah, so if I, around, right? you know, sometimes marriages and relationships don't work. So For even sure. if it, if if anything happened where it's a two household kind of family, two Christmases, bro, sounds great. Yeah, For, like for I'm me. just I'm just gonna be there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you get your birthday and two Christmases. But see, I love asking that question because like we all have parents. You know what I mean? We all have parents, and like I've heard some crazy fucking stories about you know, that. Even though living, you know, the way that I did, I wouldn't say I lived the hardest life, but it definitely wasn't an easy life growing up. Uh, you know, my mom was a single mom with three kids. I was okay. the only guy growing up my whole life with Where'd them. Where did you grow up at? I grew up in Tampa, like okay. in Temple Terrace around that area. Nice. Um, and uh, oh, go Bolts, baby. Go Bolts, Champa baby. Bay. Champa fucking Bay. Yeah, Don't dude. even get me started with my Tampa shit, dude. I'm going to go crazy. Are Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we got the fucking champions in the house, baby. Ooh, Champa Bay, dude, baby. Champa I'm a little upset I didn't go. I should have went. To you should have. I had. You I go? was there. I was yeah, in town. Yeah, you were there on the streets I, and shit, right? Dude, I was. I, know, I was man. right. I was tailgating right outside the stadium, so you Hell could hear yeah. all the fireworks. You could do everything. And then during the halftime show, I went to Ebor, stayed at a bar there. And then once the once we won, it felt like 2003. We all just like went to the streets, started screaming, just That's like. Awesome, ah, I wanted to flip a car, dude. That's like, with the energy, right? Like, it was like I just I wanted to go what, flip a cop who, car. Who who won like a year ago or two years ago? Where they fucking uh, Philly, the Eagles won. Oh yeah, and Philly. they destroyed Philadelphia, bro, for like two weeks. They fucking just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds it is a, a Philly's a I mean, totally a different ball game. Ski Homegirl killed it tonight. I don't know what her name is, bro, but she just fucking killed it tonight. Oh, the first DJ. Well, Avarina's playing. What was her name? Avarina. 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 That's uh, one of the homegirls. Yeah, that she's super fun. sick. Yeah, that was cool as hell. Yeah. Bro, tell us about Sunday. What happened Sunday? Oh, yeah. oh we went to Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, With so, Vicky B and the whole crew, right? Yeah, so we had Maroxy and Vicky B playing out in Daytona at the Streamline, and that place is a rooftop bar that looks right over the beach. Tight. Um, so we were out there. We got a hotel room. We got a suite. So we were uh, we were like, oh, we're on tour. You guys we made went, a whole weekend of we it. We made a whole like day and night out of it. So we were there having fun at the hotel, and then the next day we were out of the beach, out of the pool, and we decided, hey, let's have a family dinner over at Joe's Crab Shack. Awesome. Went to Joe's Crab Shack, pig the fuck out awesome. on some crabs, some mussels, uh, some shrimp. Oh, dude, it was it was Hell such yeah. a good time. And what, what what would you call the tour if you had to name it? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. It was an all female lineup like tonight. So I mean, uh, it, it would have just been like a girls' weekend, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. we just had a good time. The the bachelor the bachelorette party tour, right? Yeah, or some shit. Something if like if that. I go on tour, I'm calling it the end of America tour. The end of America. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I feel that. like, bro, we're at the fucking I don't know, maybe the start of this new shit. I got people who are broke as hell talking to me about fake currency on the internet. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, you don't have any Bitcoin. What dude, are you talking about? There's so many people just starting to become, you know, they're going to become miners, dude. Everyone's financially, like, everyone's a financial advisor these days. Uh, yeah, dude. And then now. You can't buy me a beer, motherfuckers. And now you got some people that don't want to be outside, but they're still going to be in the, they're still going to be mining, dude. They're not mining coal, but they're mining that? cryptocurrencies. Mine, mine the Bitcoins or whatever? I have no, but it's, honestly, the only reason I ever bought Bitcoin back in the day when it was first coming out was to buy drugs off the dark web. Yeah. And yep. honestly, I wish I had just put on that money Silk in there. Road, right? Yeah, yep. just on any one of those websites yep. that they had, you know. But and to I, be fair, it's been seven years. I used that money uh, to make real money. Yeah, I, I, I wish I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy some fucking real drugs with a fake currency on the internet and make real money in real life. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the way to do it. You ever watch that show? It's like how to sell drugs online, or it's no, like a movie. It's on that. Netflix. I've never watched it either, but okay. it's about like dark web selling. That's and pretty tight. Yeah. That was like 2011, 12. Yeah. When everyone was getting Molly from like Norway and Dude, shit, yeah, Sweden, from the Netherlands. Or whatever. Yeah. Just getting the best of the best. That maybe. was good stuff, bro. It so was good stuff. do you have a master plan with your music, as far um, as being a DJ? Or are you just chilling? I'm just chilling. I do it for fun. Uh, I am a musician, so like I, I'm gonna make some tracks. I'm not necessarily here to like I said, like doing this full time to be the best or mm. to be like a famous DJ. I do it because I love to do it, not because I, mean, I want to. We met do because something. of this. Yeah. 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 Fuck it. I don't know you that well, but every time we see each other, I'm like, Yo, that's TV. Fuck it. It's Chuck I have that effect on people. Yeah, bro. I love you, man. It's good yeah, shit. I love you too, dog. Just having, always having a good time, and just always. Always being myself. I don't ever want to portray myself as yes. something that I'm not, or or act like I'm Thank you, like I'm bigger than anybody else. Because yeah, I'm just I'm nobody, man. And Stay so, humble. Yeah, just just gotta. I'm just gonna do me. I'm not gonna be humble. I'm just gonna be me. The, uh, somebody once told me it's um if you want to change the world, be the best version of yourself possible. Absolutely, I he's agree. He's like, bro. He's like, how, I mean, I'll, I'll be 30 in March. I don't know how old you are. I'm 26. But for the last since I was 19, that's Ben. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't feel like my personality has changed very much mm -hmm. in the last ten years. But knowing how to be me has changed. You know what I mean? Like people are like, you sh I don't know. I, I feel like we're here. Like mm -hmm. your personality is it. This is it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we're not gonna change anything. We're just gonna be better at being bent. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. It. Like. And when it comes to change, you know, you can never change somebody. They'll just want to change for themselves too. And sometimes. We don't need change. We just need to be better at being ourselves, yeah, you I know, because you can't change a person. So don't change who you are. Just like you said, be better at who you are. Yeah. So. I mean, it's hard for a lot of people, man. It's like it's hard to break habits. Yeah. So uh, my co-host Corey did Sober January and then February 2nd got the most lit I've ever seen a human being ever in my life. <laughs> Immediately when I saw him the first time he had some alcohol, I said, he just it was like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah we met when you were sober and immediately. Listen, some people are bad sobers. You know what I mean? Like some people are bad alcoholics. Some people are bad sobers. Like, have a little bit. Of, you're, I'm not saying you're a bad sober, Corey, but uh, have a little bit of drink. <laughs> so, bro, and I've been I loved um, it. I've been making raps lately. I love all your raps, yeah, dude. Yeah, you want to work together on something? We can definitely work together. Because on not stuff. only am I rapping, I'm trying to make some country music, and I would love to make a fucking pop, like a punk, like a pop punk song. Like a pop, yeah. Like a or whatever the fuck you then do, maybe, bro. Maybe you could do a crap song, country rap. A country rap, crap, yeah, crap, some <laughs> crap music. 
Well, I've been spending all my money on weed and pills, trying to write a song that'll pay the bills, but it ain't came yet. So I guess I gotta rob a bank. Bow, 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 bow. Yeehaw! Yeah, I some crap. <laughs> that's Sturgill Simpson. That's not me. <laughs> Fucking hey, bud. Oh, it is Sturgill. That's Sturgill. Oh, dude, you know Sturgill? Sturgill? Sturgill's the man. Oh, what do you know about Sturgill? Oh, dude, I saw Sturgill Simpson at Okeechobee 2016 when he okay, when he had the. Okay, his shirt said. He, who the fuck is Sturgill Simpson? Yeah. I saw him two years later at Bonnaroo with a shirt that said, who the fuck is asking? <laughs> That's a, I saw that. I saw him at Bonnaroo, too. Oh, you saw him at Bonnaroo, yeah. too? Yeah, but, man. Uh, he, they put him on the Okeechobee lineup, and he was like uh, he was a second, one, one he was the, a late. the second lineup yep. release. Yep. And I was like, who the fuck is Sturgill Simpson? Who the fuck is Sturgill Simpson? And then Simpson? I looked him up. And he had that Grammy-nominated uh, yeah, Bloom man. cover from yep. Nirvana. Nirvana. Yep. And then I started listening the to his other music. The whole album won a Grammy that year. Right. Yep. And I was like, there's a reason. Like, that year, Okeechobee just had such an amazing lineup. Amazing, bro. Dude, you had. That was when uh, Snoop Dogg was there with, no, not, uh, no. Usher and the Roots. No, this was the first year where it was Miguel at the Pow Wow, Skrillex, Bass Nectar. No, no, that was the second year. Sturgill wasn't at the first year. You're right. Sturgill was the second Sturgill year. Was the You're second right. Year. Yep. Sturgill was the second that year. That was Usher, Usher and the Roots. Usher and the Roots. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Um, F- FKJ. Mm-hmm. Tosh played. Tosh Sultana. Tosh Sultana played during. The, I didn't know who Tosh was. She no. played in the middle of the day, bro. There were so many people that were out, like on honestly on all those Okeechobee lineups. Flume. It, it was like a, um, in my opinion, Okeechobee's was like a smaller Coachella kind of Bonnaroo style where you get yeah. amazing pop artists and then all these really great underground up and coming people. And then all the Wookie people at 2 a.m. Yeah. You get all the Wubs and yeah. fucking yeah, man. And then if you don't like the Wubs, then you just go to the jungle and just vibe yeah. out to the techno. techno and shit. They got some great artists in there, and I wasn't yeah, really man. into techno the first two years, like as much as I'm into it now. Uh-huh. And I missed out on some great acts that were in there. You feel like there's levels to this party and shit. Like I feel like, like you said, at the beginning, at the beginning of music, I was into rap, and then I found like Modest Mouse, mm-hmm. and then I found like classic rock, and then I started getting the EDM, heavy dubstep, wubs, and now techno. Yeah, it's like there's levels to it. There, it's there's like once a you've seen enough. You finally get to like tech house and techno. Yeah. Like I didn't get techno. I made that joke on Snapchat that one time. Yeah. I was like, house music fucking sucks. All these guys. He's like, bro, like we're trying. Like <laughs> it was a joke, but the joke is like, it's like I don't make the house music. I just play the house music. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> and like, <laughs> but that was a joke because when I was younger, I would make fun of that shit. But now I like love it, bro. Yeah. A four-hour techno session. Four hours go by like. Yeah. Nothing. And I'm just like, Especially when every song is like fuck 10 fuck fucking just minutes. Happened? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. It's like a journey now at this point for me. So it, it definitely took me a while. I mean, I grew up, you know, doing house and techno because, I mean, the, anyone you ask, like, oh, what was the first EDM song you ever heard? And someone's like, oh, it was Skrillex. Like, you lying ass motherfucker. It was, it was I'm Blue by Eiffel 65, oh, you bitch. Oh, that is an EDM it, song. It yeah. It definitely was Eiffel oh. Blue, right? Like, <laughs> Some I'm shit blue. like that. If I was green, I would die. If, if I, I was, was green, green, I would die. die. I don't even know if that's the lyrics. No, it's, it's just it's just double D double da. Those guys awesome. hate each other. They made a song and now they all <laughs> fucking hate each other. What do you think about Daft Punk retiring? Uh, it's a little sad, but I think they're just assholes for the way they did it. You Bro, know? imagine working at one job for 25 years and then you just don't show up for eight years. 
And then you come back and say, hey, uh, I'm retiring. Well, they kept kind of <laughs> doing that because they kept releasing albums every five years yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. So What's their latest tw- one? Twenty. Well, it was 2013 with Random Access Memories. Okay. And then within that time, they released two songs with The Weeknd, Starboy and yep. uh, they produced those, I Feel right? It Coming. They produced those two. And then they performed at some you know award show with The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. And that was like the last time they really performed. Ever. Yeah. And Have they you heard waited about so the Daft long. Punk, um, Burning Man theory? Oh, like their sets at Burning Man? So it's year, always fake. It's, it's always someone but else. But that's the thing. No, I mean, do you know? That's the thing. They have the exact helmets. Like, what if it's been Daft Punk the whole fucking time? You know, that would be cool. But, <laughs> but? <laughs> there are so many times that people do, like, a quote-unquote Daft Punk set. Yeah. Like, someone went to Electric Forest, and they were like, oh, Daft Punk was there. I'm like, no, that definitely wasn't Daft mm. Punk. Like, for sure was not Daft Punk. I just wonder if, like, really, they've been, like, underground for so long the last few years that... Those people actually saw Daft Punk. Like, hey, I mean, hey, I can, I can. Maybe pray. at one point, you know. Yeah. But Burning Man probably it might have been them. They you always know? do it at the trash fence too, yeah. at the very end. So we lost Daft Punk, but we got Bobby Schmurder back. I don't know if the fucking trade off is good or not, but one life for another, one, you know. One life for two, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like with Daft Punk too, maybe since they kept releasing music every five years and they they're just in their studio, like, man, how. How are we going to top the last one? Everyone fucking loved the last one. Yeah. And now they've just been in their room, in their studio, making music for the past eight years. And they're just like, dude, we fucking suck. Yeah. This shit is We're ass. old now. We're out of touch. We have shit. no idea what we're doing anymore. They're like, hacks at this point. I, I, I can't even, I don't even want to do this anymore. And they just look at each other like, so you want out? Because we could just, we could just leave. We could just bail. We could just bail and yeah, everyone is already so mad at us. Like, let's just make them even more mad. So, so do you know any artists who went into retirement and then came out for a giant like show? I can't really. I'm trying There's to think right now. There's been a couple. Um, I mean, think about this. I, I like to think of that guy. Uh, you know, Jeremy, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. the the singer. He's got Jeremiah. Well, yeah, J E R E M I H. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he, like, um. When I remember him coming out when I was a kid with birthday sex, yep. birthday, gone for so long, and then all of a sudden starts featuring on every Everything. hot track, and now yep. he's got good singles and stuff like. Him and him and Chance the Rapper made a whole Christmas album together. Yeah, yeah. like and, which is pretty and, dope. And it's like, dude, where were you for the past <laughs> like eight years? And then Fucking all of a sudden, bitches, man, apparently or something. But sometimes I think maybe those guys. We're like before their time, you know, yeah, okay. they had a good single. They got someone to say like, yo, this let's release this. But all their other music just didn't get approved. Cause yeah. it's like, no one's going to listen to this. It's too vibey or it's yeah, too, yeah. I don't know. It's as soon as they start being themselves. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. The record guy's like, wait a minute. I don't know about all this shit. Bro. Yeah. Like that's so, not going to sell. Some. So Corey just said, are all one hit wonders before their time. So do you. So, do you guys know? Like, you know, you know how one hit wonders work. So the record companies, they basically find somebody, right? So, I could be performing in a bar somewhere and performing my own music. You're a record producer, and you're like, "Yo, I really like you. Let's go ahead and let's record a whole album." So we record a whole album, then they release the single. All right. The single if pops. This, if the single pops, it does really well. They're like, "Okay, let's put the album on the shelves," and then. Either the album sells is really good and they keep moving as an artist or the album flops and they're like, oh, you're just a one hit wonder. Like you just have one track. So that's how a lot of those one hits happen because that one song was it above their, was it before their time or after their time? 
Well, I, I can't agree. think of any one-hit wonders that came out in the last few years either. Like, because some, some think, think about a one-hit wonder from the '80s. Like that person was probably popping in the '80s, and then we know that one song from them. Like, I'm um, never gonna give you up. That's true. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Now we've got. You guys know Gorilla Zo? Yeah. So my buddy Micah is working with him now. He lives in Kissimmee. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he hasn't been around since that one song. I can't even say it because I'm a racist. But it starts with the word hood. Oh, yeah. And um, so he has that one song, right? And now he's working with him. Gorilla Zo has showed Micah 300 songs at least. He hasn't put anything out, but he has 300 songs. He goes, I need your help to take 12 of these songs and put an album out. So that's what they're doing. All the last six years, he's just been working on music by himself, not putting shit out. He tells me he still drives two Escalades, still lives in a fucking super dope house. Like he's still an artist, but he's just like nothing right now. So that shows like, he really cares about his craft. That means he really cares about his craft. Yes. Like I'm not just gonna release something to release something like half yeah, of these yeah, guys yeah. do. Even like half the fucking electronic artists out here, that you go watch a set from them and they're gonna play like. 10 songs of theirs that you've never heard that they've just been holding, yep. you know, and sometimes those songs don't get released for like years. Like o Odessa would play this one song, uh, was it Royals or Loyal, something like that. Okay. They would play it at every one of their concerts. It's super just, awesome as trap just an song. ID, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was just like an awesome part of their show that you would watch. And everyone's always looking for that fucking song. They just released it like in 2019 oh, when wow. they when they released their like deluxe version of like yeah, their their the newest album. Apart. When they released the deluxe version. Bro, the Moment Apart tour lasted three years. Dude, oh. that was an amazing. I've seen them six times, bro. It was an Don't amazing. Don't get me tour. started. It's my least favorite tour they've ever done. Really? I hate it. Why? Because it's so like repetitive. You've seen it a few Be times. Well, I saw it four times, and every single That's time, <laughs> no, every single time I saw it. They kept playing less and less music that I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw them, they played, um, they played Above the Middle. They played uh, Shy. Uh, they played uh, All We Need by Shy Girls. They played, um, they played a lot of like older songs. And then during their set, like How Did I Get Here is one of my favorite songs they play live. Yeah. They just play the How Did I Get Here. Just like cheese it. it. Just cheese it. And then it goes into some majestic. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, stop it. I'm trying to rage. Just, yeah, just stop it. Play me my song, damn it. Yo, Gambino get, did the same thing at Bonnaroo. Were you at that? Uh, I, I was working during that set, mm -hmm. but I saw parts of it. And I got to see like World Star. Yep. I got to see him play Redbone. I got to see him play. Couple he, songs I he wanted teased to Bonfire. You know oh, how that no goes. way. You know that yeah. he's got the, the hype shit. Mm -hmm. He played it for like four seconds. And I look at my girl, I'm like, he's playing Bonfire. And then he just moved to something else. But it was, I think I feel like it's psychological. You know what I mean? When an artist decides to do something like that. He like did the beginning of Bonfire and then just switched it to like a song off of Awaken My Love. Yeah. Or something. And I was just like, fuck. But for those five seconds, I was very fucking happy. You know what I mean? And then I was upset and then I was happy again. It was just like, his set was, that was... Probably the best set I've ever seen in my life. Every everyone was saying that I was working most of the time, yeah. so I didn't get it. I was driving people back and forth to the mm -hmm. from the from the stage, so um, 
So you I know how, how he's a b director and he does. Oh, dude, I was watching Donald Glover shit. from YouTube before he yeah, even decided uh, to Garrett rap. Comedy. Garrett Comedy, bro. The Blowjob Girl. Dude, the Blowjob Girl. <laughs> Who is uh, the redhead from The Office. Yes, yeah, she's Aaron from The Office, dude. And, dude, there's so many people that he brought up. And it's yeah, like, man. And it's like you, people are like, oh, you like Childish Gambino? I'm like, dude, I just love Donald Glover. Yeah, like, like His period. old videos, like, I'm a wink, you yeah. know? Uh, the, the spelling bee. The, the fucking oh spelling God. bee. N-I-G-G-E-R-F-A-G-G-O-T. I heard what you I said. I heard what you said. <laughs> that shit is so good. And it's it's like a five minute video for the one punchline at the end. I heard what you said. Or when he's like, you like, uh, he goes, you like rappers? And he goes, come here, man. I gotta show you something. And he's got Jay Z's dead body in the basement. Yeah. He's like, I thought you like hip hop, man. <laughs> All right, so Stevie, closing statements, brother. Is there anything that you believe in that you think other people should believe in? Believe in yourself. Boom. That's it, man. Believe in yourself because without you, you're the only person that's gonna get you from point A to point B. Hell yeah. So if you don't believe in yourself, you don't push yourself, then you're gonna go nowhere. All right. So believe in yourself. Uh, one time, how can the people find you on Instagram? You all can, that stuff. You can find me on Instagram at, at sharkbrew. That's right. Shark as in yang 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 yang. And uh, <laughs> brew like a beer or like you're brewing up some coffee. Shark brew. You heard it here first, folks. Back to you in the studio. And we're back. Second interview of the day. What's going on? Got a good friend here. Actually, I mean, I kind of just met him, so like friends. I, Give it away, I say, every, I say everyone's a friend. Honestly, <laughs> it's really bad. As soon as I meet him, if I get a good conversation, you know, you got to hop into it, you know? But uh, got this got this man, Bert, here. What's up, Bert? How's it going, man? It's yep. good to see you, brother. Another day in paradise. All right, so we do know each other from we do, you know, we a do, couple you months know, ago. You know, you know, hey, acquaintances. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit here Typically and there. We're through a mutual little, friends. A little intoxicated, <laughs> a little drunk. A little, don't really remember much of what's going on. But other than that, what's up, man? How's how's life been? What's it's, been going on through the – I mean, I haven't seen you in what, like a four week? months? <laughs> well, I saw you last week, but, yeah, we're intoxicated, so, yeah, it doesn't count. But what's nah, up, man? How's but, the work life? Uh, it's actually fucking great right now, you know. I um, I actually quit my job two months ago. I've been working in an office setting for about five years. I had to take, like, a, a mental break from it because everything, uh, once the pandemic hit, everything got crazy, man. And they just wanted to fucking, like, load me up and not really fucking pay me because I took a $3 pay cut for the pandemic, and they couldn't, they couldn't, give me an answer when I was going to get my pay back. So they wanted to look, I was working in three different departments in the company and then they wanted to give me this large project and I was like, I can't do it without my pay. And they couldn't give it to me. So I was like, peace out. So, so now they load you up with work, you decrease pay because you're a good guy and they don't come back around and support you. It's, hmm. it's, it's literally what companies do. Like it's it's a corporate not office. All, not all, but a lot a of lot corporate of offices. Like if you if you I've been in like four or five. Go different, find someone, right? Four or five different co corporate offices. They they try to milk you, bro. They try to milk you. What are you, what are you calling yourself a cow? I'm not a cow. I'm not a cow. You were a cow for I, a little bit. I walked away from that <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> and not a lot of people would. In 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 like. The first week of the pandemic, that not a lot of people would do that. Yeah, no, definitely and not. Especially I knew I have I had every every confidence, and you know I I, I got savings and shit like that. So I I, was, I I walked away from it confidently. Oh yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> so, so now is my first I was about to month. Say, so what are you doing now? My first month back to the job search. 
It's my nice. first month back. So what were you doing when you didn't have a job? Uh, I was a project manager for facility maintenance company. No, but before that, like when you left the job, what would you do for that time period where you didn't have? Now that you're on the job hunt, what'd you do for that certain? Oh, time? I was vibing. <laughs> I was literally. Tell me about I it. I was. I, I went camping. Me and my, me and the homies went camping. Uh, went to Bush Gardens. I was just doing doing anything that I could. Being in a, a state that we have freedom. <laughs> a state that we have freedom. More importantly, Orlando. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Orlando. A, it's yeah. a portal here. It's exactly. So I was just, I was I mean, honestly we have masks just on right now. So we're talking through the mask, but like, you know, we keep it safe on Temple Tales, but you know, we do. Uh, but we also have freedoms that other states don't. Absolutely. So, and I'm very grateful for that because oh, I yeah. could not be fucking locked up like that. So during that two month time period where you didn't have a job, or you you left your job and you were just vibing. What was, was the, what was the craziest, funnest thing you've ever done during the Craziest thing? Yeah. Um, honestly, I went I went camping, and then at, like, 2 in the morning, I did I did some shrooms. Wow. And then, like, That's probably. That's late for shrooms. Oh, yeah, bro. You exactly. You were going to be up all yeah. damn People day. that do shrooms know that is a late <laughs> fucking <Kick off>. ride. <laughs> and you don't watch sports at 2 a.m., I would dude. say about an hour later, we're all tripping around the campfire. And we're, it's it's a it's a it's an island. So you got to take a boat to this island. Pontoon. Yeah, Pontoon Island. Yep. And fucking, we hear these these vibrations, like these weird vibrations. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm in my own head. I'm in my own head at this time, and I'm like, man, I'm fucking tripping out. I need to I need to chill. I start conversating with the the the, the campfire and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, I'm losing it because now my seat is vibrating. And I'm like, oh, I'm starting to lose it. And my buddy next to me, he's like, yo, what is that noise? And I, I fucking broke my neck to look at him. And I'm like, you hear it too? And he's like, yes. And it was, it was such a sensual, uh, sense of relief that I knew that I wasn't fucking going balls to the wall tripping. Because he was like, yes, I hear that. And then it trickled around the campfire. I hear that, too. I hear that, too. I hear that, too. And there was only one chick at the campfire that wasn't tripping. So all eyes locked on her were like, what is that noise? And she's like, I, I, I like to be the voice of, of, uh, of safetyness here. But, guys, I don't know what this noise is. And it gets louder. And you, you start to feel the vibrations. And we're like, fuck. It's like, is this the end of the world? Is this an alien takeover? You start fucking tripping. Meanwhile, and then, you're at Hontoon Island. You can't get back to your car. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck exactly. on an island. <laughs> you're stuck camping. on an island. Like, uh... Cold as fuck, by the way. It's like 40 <laughs> degrees. Cold for Florida, by the way. And next thing you hear is choo-choo. It's a fucking train. But, but since it's a pontoon island and it's on water, like the way the sound travels and it, it goes over water, it sounds like a, a world takeover. I probably, I, I can imagine being out there. I've been out there before. It's like probably like a crazy echo. Oh. And you heard it from miles and yes. miles away. And, and we're fucking and around a campfire in, in the middle of trees in the middle of the night. And we're just fucking tripping. And we're like, what's going down? <laughs> we're all looking to the sober person like, Talk some sense into us right now because we know we're fucked up. Please talk to talk to us. And she's like, listen, I'm sober. I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, you need to enheighten your senses, girl, <laughs> because uh, we can hear it. <laughs> 
she heard it too, and everybody started taking guesses as as what it was. And as soon as she said train, I was like, listen, I don't care what anybody else says. My, all my eggs are in the in the train basket. I, I, like that's 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 making me feel safe. <laughs> that's making me feel that's safe. That's a normal right thing. Now. Normal thing. <laughs> exactly. Not like some sort of creature coming up here like Bigfoot yeah. in the middle of the woods. <laughs> exactly. Or swamp monster. We are in like swamp five monster. minutes later. You hear that choo choo, and you can see uh, everybody's face just a a, a a sigh of relief. We're like, all right, we're good. And it was it was the best night, honestly. We were we were around the, the campfire for five hours just till the sun came up, just cracking up in tears. You know, once you just start doing shrooms, one person starts laughing, the it next turns into a giggle starts, fest. Yeah, like the next person starts laughing, then everybody's got the giggles and we're out here just fucking giggling. So it was it was a good time. That was it's not maybe not the wildest, but the funnest. Oh, for sure. With a mix of wild. <laughs> sprinkle it on a little, there. A little sprinkle, like a little a, salt, babe, a while. Yeah, a little sprinkle <laughs> on there. Um, so you say you're back in the job hunt. What's that like nowadays? Um, it's, I mean, it's it's all email, all online. So it's, you know. I a put lot of out, opportunities out there? There, there is. It's, it's not a closed job market at all. Not whatsoever. There's plenty of opportunities out there, but I'm at a, at a point in my life where, you know, I'm not just trying to take a job. You know? No, I feel you. You want to find the right job in the right exactly. pay. Exactly. I want to be. You yeah, exactly. Respect you as exactly, an exactly. And you never know that, but you know, I also want to go. You never know that until you actually go into it. But I also want to go into a situation to where I feel like it's a good fucking vibe. You know? Yeah. It's I mean, what, it's what I want to do, but it's also a good vibe. You know? No, that's that's literally. And in past situations, I, I haven't got, done how that. How I got my past two you know? jobs? I was like, yeah. I'm gonna wait. The, the past job couple offers. jobs, I'm just like, all right, yeah. This is, I know what I'm doing. I have the credentials. They fucking, they already know I have the credentials, so they're trying to hire me off the rip, off the first interview. So I'm like, I've done that, and now I'm not. And That's now a great I'm feeling like, though, when you know, you're like, you, you kill know, the first interview, you're like, know, yeah, I'm you gotta interview I'm this a, guy, I'm but a, like, I'm a high class escort now, you know. <laughs> Speaking of escorts. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know my worth. So, you know, so what are you a, looking to get into, job-wise? Um, I, honestly, I, uh, you know, my background is is project management and managing projects and and, and resident or uh, in commercial businesses and stuff like that. Um, I think I can I can really go into sales because it's very similar. Um, so I think my best bet right now that if I can't go in the self-employment market, I'm gonna bet on myself and go down. The sales commission better myself market. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part about a commission role. I mean, you got yeah. a lot of autonomy and you make the money that exactly. you want to make. Yeah. Like, I want to make $200,000. Exactly. If I want to grind ass. 80 hours, I'm going to grind 80 hours and I'm going to make that motherfucking bread. <laughs> but if I want to grind 40 hours, I'm going to make significantly less than I make 80 hours, but because of the grind that I put in. So yeah. the, the biggest thing is betting on yourself. Like you can't complain to nobody. You don't gotta, you know. You know, it's like I rather bet on myself, and my income is gonna be on me. So I think that's the route I want to go down, which I've done before. I've been a freight broker, done like agricultural, you know, uh, deliveries throughout the United States and shit like that. So outside of the agricultural uh, business, I want to, you know, go into sales in a in a different route, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's. That's very, very ambitious, honestly, because like, you know yourself, you know you can do it, and that's that's one of the best part about 100%. being in like that kind of environment. Like, you know, hey, I'm gonna work. I know, I work hard. It is what it is. Definitely. 
why not work hard for myself while working for a company? Exactly. The maximum uh, amount yeah. of money I can, you know? <laughs> Might as well, it's you like, know? You know, you just organize and collect checks. It's real nice. You just got to, it's a grind. It is a grind. Yeah, for sure. And you that's. You get used to hearing no. You ever heard no a lot? It's like dating, honestly. I mean, it's it's like it's like growing up as a kid. You hear a lot of no. No. <laughs> That's actually a good good thing. You know, like you hear a lot of no. Dating and sales are very similar. Yeah. You get a lot of no's. You get a lot of no's. But you're still going to shoot your shot. Oh, still I'm make still that. going for try it. Something. Yo, mom, can I get this? Can I get that? Can I get this? It's a numbers game. Sometimes you're going to get no. Other times you're going to be like, yes. And I'm like, all right, I hit the fucking jackpot. I got my motherfucking no. Oreos or my honey buns or my, my gummies or whatever it is. I hit my jackpot. Bro, my favorite thing was like when we go to the grocery store when I was growing up with my mom, I used to like grab like. Like candy and like chips and stuff, and I would sneak them. Sneak in the that bag. shit into the fucking car. Hide <laughs> uh, it underneath the meats and shit like that. That's important. And by the time you get to the register, she like, picks it up. Oh, and puts what it is on the this? Belt. She's like, "What the hell is?" I only let have, it slide. My mom, my mom got at me one time though. She was like, "What the fuck is this in here?" And I'm like, "Uh, uh, you said you know grab some chips," and she's like, "But I was gonna grab them. Go put these shits back." It took me like ten minutes to find that shit. Cause when you're a kid in the grocery store, you don't know where shit is, man. It's like Ikea for grown-ups. <laughs> you get fucking lost off the rip. I'm like, where does this bag go, and why do I have to put it back? You can't just give it to the lady. She can put it that's back. That's it, bro. <laughs> that is, that's literally it, bro. Fucking, as soon as you go to Ikea as a grown-up, that's exactly what it is. You go in there, and you get lost. And all they do, all you, all you know is you come out of the other end, and they're trying to sell you hot dogs and sausages. But at least at Ikea, there's like a map. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. You know, I guess if, if you pay attention to maps and shit like that, I guess I just walk in and I'm like, fuck it, let's get in there. <laughs> let's get in there, you know. I see tough. the displays. I'm trying to try out beds. I'm trying to try out the, the living room sets, see if I vibe with it. You know, I fuck the you. map. <laughs> so, so after a crazy year of 2020, 2021, quit your job. Yeah. You know, didn't feel right in that position. Looking for a new job. Outside of the job world, what is what are some of your goals for 2021? 2021, I honestly, I want to travel some more. So in 2019 and 2020 is when I first started traveling. I, I just got my passport in 2019. I started uh, traveling in South America. First country that I went to was Costa Rica. Honestly, fell in love with Costa Rica. Absolutely love. out of the country, that's like first on my docket. Costa Rica. Costa Rica is the, like uh, uh, an amazing country uh, for surf, for eating, for drinking, even for tourist vibes, if you want to go zip lining, take ATVs through the country vibes, go to go, uh, go check to, out some ruins. Yeah, and shit. some. It's not really ruins, but you like you you go um, trekking through the jungle with like howler monkeys above you, which is super fucking intimidating to get to a waterfall where you could die, you know, swim into. It's 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 really a, a cool experience out there. I've been to Colombia and Peru as well. Peru is a little next bit. Place in 2021, then. 2021. I honestly, I want to go to Europe, man. I want to. I want to. You know, the South American vibes. I know it's for me. You know, I'm. I'm Puerto Rican. I have a, his, a Hispanic background. And I, I. I can fit into those backgrounds um, of, of uh, Colombian and Peru and and Costa Rica, where you're you're speaking the Latin language. I want to go to like Europe, where you, you you have it's a different language barrier, different food, but also different history. You have a lot Deeper of history. You have Very a lot, deep. lot of history out there. So that's where that's where I'm trying to go. Um, I'm definitely that's that's where my mindset is at. Want to go to Spain? 
One of that's that's where. Oh yeah, you say get away from Latin American culture. You want to go to Spain, know, bud? That, Come on now. Portuguese <laughs> is a little bit different. You said Just Spain, like, not Portugal. <laughs> it, it, don't they don't they speak Portuguese? In Sp- no, Spaniards. Spanish. Yo, Spain. You know, a little, little bit, a little bit too much whiskeys out here. You know, don't judge me, people. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely want to do the Spain, the France vibes, because like all that, all right there is travel. Uh, you can travel it by train. Yeah, it's like the eastern coast. Yeah, so I want to do want. <laughs> want to do all that because I've really never done it, and I have a friend who's like a traveling um, IT guy. He okay. takes contracts and he does like all this traveling, and he said number one spot out of all the places he's been to is Iceland. He's absolutely I go fucking to so beautiful, bad. like phenomenal landscape. That's like top food. Three. Drinks, it's it's second and none. Five, I should say. Second and none. He said it. You have to go there. You have to go there. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. Honestly, my top my top five is Daniel. How are you doing? My top five is uh, travel wise, Costa Rica. First, number one is always Australia. I've always wanted to go there for so long. Number Ooh, two is trying Tokyo. to go with the dangerous animals. Yeah, trying right? to get I'm smacked to up to, by a kangaroo. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Go, I'm going oh, to you gonna throw a, You're going to throw a haymaker on a kangaroo, a little swole ass kangaroo. Oh, flex on him. He'll watch out. <laughs> no net kangaroo. <laughs> but Australia's number one. Tokyo's number two. Costa Rica's number three. Iceland's number four. Iceland and Costa Rica, they're kind of tied at three. And then for some reason, I want to go to, like, Morocco, dude. Okay. Like, I want to go to Morocco, which means, you know, I'll cross over into Spain. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, straight to Gibraltar. Definitely. And check that out. I think for it'd be sure. a good time. And then Egypt's always been on my list, too. I Egypt's go to a Cairo. great one. Seven, go seven wonders of the world. That's one of them out I'm there. Gonna, I'm gonna go check that 100%, 100%. out. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm trying to go see those pyramids, bro. Yes. Like yes. I'll see them from a distance, take some pics. Definitely. Like, that's I, a different world out there. Hey, I would. I'm trying I to would, diversify myself. I um, I definitely want to go to New Zealand. New Zealand's huge for me. Um, definitely want to go to Spain. Definitely want to go to France. I want to go to Denmark. Copenhagen. I heard Denmark's dope. Exactly. I've heard it's really cool. Copenhagen. It's not Denmark. on my list, but. Scandinavia is on my so list. They have, so Copenhagen in general has the number one restaurant in the entire world that is booked out for uh, almost years on, on out. You literally have to find your spot, pick it, and take it, and literally book your trip around your fucking reservation. Because you're not going to get into that restaurant if you just take a random trip out there and try to go there. Because it's not going to happen. Yeah, you're going to wait in line and never get in. Yeah, exactly. And it's Like, if we actually, have a cancellation, you might get lucky. Um, you got to go there, my, like, a week, a week at a time. Go there every night yeah. for a week and wait for a cancellation. <laughs> my weak spot for, like, cooking shows. I got a weird, like, thing for, like, cooking shows. You love on, like, food, dude. You're on, a foodie. On, like, Netflix it. and Hulu and shit like that. I like to watch the like, competition cooking shows and shit like that. They went to Denmark, uh, to Copenhagen, and they, they did a whole thing on that. I forget the name of the restaurant. But they did a whole thing, and that's when they, like, went into the whole depth of the history of it. And they said, this shit is fucking booked out. Booked out. That's wild, dude. Yeah. So that's shit. definitely. So, Bert, where can the people find you? Instagram, social media? Where, where um, can they find you at? You can, you can find me on Insta. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Insta is a little. Uh, what is my Insta? Hold on. Give me a second. I'll fucking pull it and up right we pause. Da, 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 Give da, me one da, second. Da, 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 da. So it's <laughs> it's Bert underscore. It's B U 
R R R T underscore. Three R's. That's where I'm at. You can catch me on Insta. Insta's my shit. Um, so yeah, any and anybody that wants to catch me on anywhere, catch Perfect. me on Insta. And I'm a I'm a I'm a rider. I'm a I'm a rider, man. You 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 tempt me with a good time. I'm there. Hell yeah, let's <laughs> go. So just to close us out, what is one thing that you believe in that you think other people should believe in? Oh, 100 percent. You you have to go through life and treat people with just pure positivity. If you go through it with you know with good vibes, it's it's going to reciprocate and it's going to open doors and you're going to meet new people and you're gonna you're gonna meet new opportunities that you never even thought of and it's it's, it's just a way to go. Just positivity all the way. I love that, dude. Positivity, optimism. Just keep it, it. Keep the vibe An open going. mind. You said, you said you're down to ride anywhere, so down that's a ride. positive mindset yeah. <laughs> anytime. Exactly. And I dig it. 100%, bro. 100%. Bert, always a pleasure being with you, boss. Always man. a pleasure guy, talking bro. to you. You're more than welcome on Temple Tales uh, anytime. I'll fuck with it. Yeah, anytime you guys want me back, I'll be here, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we're live here at Elixir. Ladies, what is your name and where are you from? My name is Fifi Rodriguez, and I'm from Orlando, but I'm Puerto Rican. That's my ethnicity, I guess. Hi, Fifi. Hi. How long have you been in Orlando? Born and raised. Born and raised. Never left. Went Girl, to we are rare. Me too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've, I've been Biflo my whole life on the oh, east side. Really? Yeah, I'm a I fucking lived, uh, Biflo I grew up boy. In okay. So, wait, west side. Fancy. Yeah. And oh, your friend? I'm Nicole. I'm also from Orlando, born and raised. 407. Bro, we what the fuck? Dr. Phillips area. Oh, hell like, yeah. I went to uh, Timber Creek High School. Okay, cool, yeah. Where'd you guys go to Timber or High School at? I went to Olympia. Olympia? I went to TFA, like the first academy. Oh, hell yeah. Private that was school. the private school, right? Yep, private school. All right, so outside you were telling me you just got back from Dominican Republic, right? Where were you telling me? You, you, you just got back from somewhere. Got back from the beach, actually. From the beach? Wait, you the said beach. I got a bunch of stories to tell you. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know where that one came from. But I, I've been around. I've been to Puerto Rico a lot. Oh, yeah. Right been on Puerto that Puerto Rico bitch. a ton. Go back and forth all the time. Okay. So maybe, I, maybe it was Puerto Rico that I said earlier. Puerto Rico, okay. When's the last time you were there? Last time I was there was, I think last summer because COVID kind of slowed down my travel mm -hmm. so it was last summer and I was going because I was going to do a transient semester in Puerto Rico in school yeah okay and uh, get my Spanish game up but they canceled the class bitches so I flew home the next day and I said fuck that I'm done did you just hang out in the airport or what did you like have to hang out for a while or I actually slept over at a cousin's house Super cool vibe. Mm -hmm. She just said, "All right, come over. I've, I'm here." And I just left to the airport the Hell next yeah. day. So, what brings you guys out to Elixir tonight? Our friend Everina. She performs here every once in a she while. She opened it tonight, yeah, right? She did. Fucking she, crushed yeah, it. She did. She always crushes it. She sometimes plays at Hanau. Catch her there, and she'll be playing in o an Ocala campout this weekend. Oh no shit. Yeah. Bro, are you guys going to the Ocala campout? I will be there, and we're who, gonna be who vending. Do, who support. the hell do I call? How the hell? Do I, who, how do I get a ticket? How do I get a ticket to that? I can send it to you, but it's like it's kind of. Because I know Tango and I know those guys who are running it, but like. Yeah. I don't so know how to get in. It's like a secret like, that I don't know about yet. It, you Venmo somebody, and then 
They like sent. I mean, they were supposed to send me a confirmation like today. Okay. But yeah, I can send it to you. That's what's up. But it's gonna be really cool. And we're gonna like bend some tie dye shirts that I made, and it's gonna be really. Fun. It's camping, right? Too. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, I'm down, man. Yeah. We need music festivals, bro. I fucking miss it. I know. Like, we need those vibes. And it's in Ocala National Forest. There's like springs and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the last music festival you guys went to? The last party on earth, Okeechobee. Okeechobee, baby. You know what I feel like? What happened? I went in a portal and came out the wrong one. Right? That's what happened at Okeechobee like, this year. Totally like, reality like, what the fuck, man? We left, <laughs> we Okeechobee, everyone was like, oh, like, I'm going to Buku, I'm going to Bonnaroo, yep. I'm going to Shambhala, this and that. None of it happened. Okeechobee was the last, the last party one. on earth. Wait, bro. and it was Bass Nectar's last show. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but. Well, are we talking about Rest that? in peace. Yeah, here we are. Are we? <laughs> was like, all right, are we, we're talking get about Get in there. It. Get in there real tight, girl. Yeah, okay. So. Listen, I, I, um, I wasn't a fan until I saw him live. And then I, I got it. I get it. No, you know I what mean, I mean? Like, I saw him nine yeah. times since. You, know, you saw Tipper, though? I love Tipper. You had, oh, Tipper's you my got, fucking man, tip? bro. I got no. tipped to fucking. So every time I see Tipper, I meet a man named Philip afterwards. I've seen Tipper. That's so funny. I've seen Tipper three times, and it's been a different man named Philip, and he's always talking to me about other dimensions. It's the same guy. No, it's different guy. It's but different his name's guy fucking Philip every time. Bro, it's some weird trippy acid shit, man. Do you man. think and that I meet Philip is your spirit guide? Philip's my tipper guide for sure. <laughs> yeah, Philip's my tipper, tipper guide. guide. Yeah. He's my he's my other dimensional guru. Oh yeah. Wait, Bro, are we allowed to curse? We can say whatever the fuck okay, you okay. want. <laughs> I was like, just I was like, I'm like, are we? I, I, I have like, like I have like, 58 <laughs> listeners max, so that's you can say whatever. Out. It's a solid that's crowd. Yeah. That's a good amount of <laughs> it's a lot of people. Wow. So we're we talking about base, base nectar. nectar. So how do you feel? Were you a fan or what happened? I mean, I was a big fan. Like I was, you know, a very avid follower. Like, you have a tattoo. No. All right, good, 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 no, good. No, not like that. <laughs> I was not in the cult section of the Bass Nectar fandom, but I was—I had seen him like a few, like maybe like 15 times, like a decent amount. Not like the people that have seen him like 200 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, my ex-girlfriend saw him 47 times. Yeah, like people like will follow him like every show he goes to around the country. He's a—you never will. Well, you never will. It's again. over. So, if you don't know, basically what happened was, um, July 4th, um, he got 2019. outed 2019? No, last year. 2020. 2020? 2020, July 4th? the year of exposing. Was yeah. it really July 4th, 2020? Give or take. Wow. It was happening, obviously, before then, but the day that wow. it was, he announced that he was stepping down from his career was July 4th of 2020. And... Um, basically, what had happened was there was information circulating that he. You're I good. Mean, I know. I was just like, this is such a controversial. It's topic. heavy, dude. Yeah, but he's a. Uh, he was. There was information circulating that he was fraternizing with underage fans for over a decade. Yeah. And they were. You it, know, what were they calling it? Grooming. Yeah. And she well, was like, she no, was like, I'm not, 17. No and he's like, well, call me in a it few was years. Grooming. It was grooming. Period. Like, there were emails period. and voicemails of him talking to high schoolers, um, like, forming a relationship with them. Like, it was very weird. You like, some sort of weird daddy yeah, relationship. Yeah, like a weird daddy, but, like, romantic relationship. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people claim to have 
had relationships with him when he was in high school, and this has been going on for 12 years, right? And so this started getting um, brought to the public, and... Um, in the midst of all this cancel culture. Yeah. It was the Me Too movement. People are getting canceled left yeah. and right. Yeah, so there was, you know, Space Jesus, there was Dad Sick, yep. all these predators. Which, hey, people. I met Space Jesus. I met him. Fuck Space Jesus, dude. Well, you have to be a dick to call he, yourself I'm, Space like, Jesus. I'm, like, I, I, used, I was in love with his music, and then I finally I met seen, him. I'm yeah. like, what a fucking asshole, I had seen man. before that happened, I had seen him maybe like 30 times. Yeah. I had seen him a lot, but it's like, well, you know, it's not the same thing, but for a lot of people it is the same thing as like what happened with Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. what do you do? You stop listening to their music, you stop supporting them altogether. Because, I mean, that's what I but did. But it, it right? happened to MJ when his career was over. You well, know what I mean? It happened to Bass Nectar in the beginning, like not the beginning, but like at the peak of his career. Yeah. Like Bass Nectar was when as soon as he quit, I said, okay, there's a vacuum to fill now. Bass Nectar would literally bring forty thousand people to a city three times a year. Dude, it was crazy. He would crazy, sell out events yeah. instantaneously. It was madness. Like he was. You have a tattoo. Like that is a valid question. Yeah, it's a valid because question. So many people like <laughs> worship this man, and it was like, well, you know, there are people Fucked that up. their first instinct is to be like, oh, I don't know if that's true. But at least me personally, I would rather believe a liar than a predator. That's just me. Period. Their uh, own. I get it, but like. The fact that you know, as soon as the allegations came out, he said, "I'm quitting my career." Right. He didn't someone, have any. He didn't have anything to say in his defense. Someone you know that's I mean? not guilty heart, doesn't step down from their potentially multi-million-dollar career. And not potentially. It right? was that. It was that. It, it he was, was the biggest EDM DJ. To date. To date. Period. To date. Like, like as far as the crowd, as far as the people he could bring to a city. We went to North Carolina for Greensboro, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was the New Year's thing. There was forty thousand baseheads in that city. The mayor didn't tell the fucking restaurants that we were coming. So everything was closed down. And so there's 40,000 base heads in this city. And I remember thinking, like, if I was the mayor, I would have kept everything open. And I would have fucking fueled some money into this economy here. Like, there's 40,000 tourists, essentially, coming to your city to see this guy. And they're all going to want to eat. We all ended up eating at Wawa and fucking uh, In-N-Out Burger because it was the only thing open. No way. That was it, bro. Like, 30,000 of us had nowhere to fucking go. What do you think made him pick that city? I know he changes cities I every year. I think he picked that city because of that reason. It's a small college town, and he knew that we were going to come. But they didn't get into any conversation with the governor or the people running the city, so everything just shut down. I feel like it was a waste of time. It's almost a meme. Like, there's so many memes about the news reporters reporting on the events like shaking houses from miles away <laughs> and it's <laughs> like and it's yeah. like what do you you don't know that's coming and you're just a resident in the city mm. and like what and also you you're literal like, and, like shaking you're in your bed in, like, right like you, you don't even know what you're what you're experiencing well imagine imagine living in a like paramore and then edc happens for fucking three days here in orlando I mean, but that happens every year in every the same year. place yeah, right yeah. like base nectar new year's eve is always changing location he changes um he changes he goes like southeast and then he'll go southwest and yeah. he'll go northwest like he'll just change so that all his fans can come right you know because not all of us can drive to colorado but it's it's crazy like you want to make some money past tense you buy 
in bulk based next to your Eve tickets and sell them last second. Like yeah, you're man. a scalper, but like you're making thousands yeah. of dollars because it's the hype is so. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. so in your opinion, what DJ could fill that that vacuum? Like what the DJ same could genre? bring the same genre? What DJ could bring that many fans to a city? You know, I've I was been, thinking I've been Excision thinking about maybe. This. Who? Excision. Excision? Dude, it's Excision is, he's over it, bro. Yeah? Like, he has lived it, and he's, like, dumb. like, when I saw Excision last, it would probably be two years to the day at Buku 2019. Okay. Um, I love Excision, personally. Like, icon, legend, like, he birthed the whole, like, area of music that a lot of people followed. But he's, Just like, straight I feel, raging dubstep. Right, like, he, but... He established a lot, but I feel like he's over it. Yeah. You know, like, he knows that he's the shit, and he's just kind of like, I did it. And when I saw him, he was on his phone and, like, really? chilling. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, he's extension. Like, he can do whatever he wants, but it's not like, I feel like he's grown out of this position of power. But yeah. if we're speaking in terms of talent, I think Jansen and Mersive are, okay. like, Top tier in that genre of music. I agree with Mercy. I, I don't know. I don't know Jansen. You know, Is it J E N? J A N T S E N. He has okay. collabed with Bass Nectar a bunch. Okay, bad, 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 bad. But like they're friends. Okay. Well, I guess I don't know. I but, know Mercy. Mercy is fucking huge. But Jansen and Mercy, I think, like, are at the potential to fill that spot. I have no idea if what's to come for them. I mean, it couldn't happen at a better time. You know what I mean? Like. But COVID also, happened. it couldn't have happened at a worse time, right? Yeah. Like, how do you get your name out there more than performing, you know? Like, yeah. they put out music. They do put out a lot of content, but it, like, you don't know about Jansen, and Jansen has collabed yeah. with Bass Nectar, he, I you know? should know that. Yeah, I should know that name. But you totally, like, uh, you know that song, It's About to Get Hectic? Yeah. That's yeah. a Jansen collab. Okay, He bet. made that song. Oh, yeah. So, during this COVID thing, um, have you guys seen any, like, live streams? Oh, that like yeah. that like that like corn ring a bell streams. or anything like some corn streams. Yeah, corn streams. Like, have you ever have you seen any that would maybe live up to a live set? Oh, I've seen some great streams. This like especially last summer, like everyone digital was just pumping out. Yeah, yeah I, I watched Digital Mirage. When Don Diablo did that one set, he fucking he bought uh, he bought a warehouse and spent a million dollars on production just for that Digital Mirage set. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy who played, I was on acid that night, and the guy who played after him was Plunko. Plunko, maybe? And he played in his mom's backyard. Like, you go from this million-dollar fucking set to, like, some dude in his mom's backyard. And I'm oh, like... But, like, the artists have to work still, you yeah, know? Man. Like, that's their job. But I think it's been great. Like, all the quality content they've been putting out. The, like, I feel like last summer, everyone was just pumping out streams. And it was really good. It was really know? good. And like a lot of them were doing it for charity, yeah, no, yeah. and it was so lit. Like, um, I think the first Digital Mirage made like a quarter million dollars. Or yeah, something like, like that. A lot ridiculous. Of, Mark Rubier streams love so Mark frequently. Oh He's gonna be at Three Points. We love him. You guys have Three Points tickets? I'm about to get there, but I will I'm be going. Planning on it. Okay, I, heard I that. will be going to go. I we have, we, we have a festival group. We're called the Meerkats because we don't have a totem. We just do this. Okay. Yeah, to find each other and like imagine 20 people doing this. Like, Does it work? Every fucking time. Like, oh my God. The, the rules are raise responsibly, no meerkat left behind, and take care of the ladies. All right. Those well, if I rules. ever see you guys doing that, I will. Yeah, come hit say you hi. Up. So we all got uh, um, three point tickets. 
we're like 16 of us, I think. But we're like hesitant on getting an Airbnb because we don't fucking know if it's going to happen or not. You know what I mean? I know. That's why I haven't bought it yet. But I feel like three points is something... I'm not a last-minute person, but like for As a last this, thing. I feel like I will be doing a lot because I have accommodations. I have all of it set. Have so you guys I'm been to Three Points yet? No, I wanted to sneak in before. Sorry, if you guys are li- if the man cares, <laughs> I'll sneak in too. Um, I snuck into EDC 2017. I wore all black and I brought a clipboard. I tried with me. and I failed. And I went through the um, the vendor side. I was like. He goes, yo, wait a minute. I said, I'm late. I just literally walked in. I just oh walked in. I, said, I had a clipboard with no paper on it. I just like walked in. I'm late. I'm late. He just goes, okay. I was wearing all black underneath. I had You're a tie-dye kidding. shirt. So as soon as I got in, I took my all black on, off, and had my tie-dye underneath, and I partied off. You know, when I was younger, <laughs> I used to sneak into Ultra. I snuck into Ultra. You used to sneak into Ultra? Wait, how'd you do that? So basically, like, <laughs> you know, Ultra, when you're in Miami, there's two gates. Because uh-huh. they know motherfuckers tear that thing down. So it was me and my cousin. I was 13 at the time. Damn, but it was bro. like the Swedish House Mafia era. Okay. I think it was Swedish House Mafia's last set. Damn. It was like when that weekend. When you were weekend. 13. Yeah, I was, I, yeah. I'm you have young. an older brother or something? No, no, no. I just like the music. Okay, I've always been into it. And I mean, I have older cousins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, But I've just always been into that vibe. And basically, me and my cousin are walking. We look at the ground. It's all talkies. There was like the, a ton of like pouches of talkies that everyone was stepping on super weird and all of a sudden this crowd behind us goes and jumps the fucking tears down the first fence i know that video it's famous they tear down the first fence and then when there's a gap in between everyone like all the police and stuff kind of coming they tore down the second one so we literally just walked right the fuck in (laughs) all of like literally me and my cousin she was 15 at the time i'm 13 we're like fuck it let's just fucking walk in and that's amazing. Yeah, that it, it, it was crazy as fuck. It was like the last day. It was literally right before Swedish House Mafia's last set. Because I don't think you guys are allowed there without like adults. Oh like, no, like, a 13-year-old's not allowed in, in the festival we without like parental advisory and shit. Wait, who's your friend over here smiling at me? This is Taylor. Taylor, the Hi, lovely Taylor. Taylor. Hi. She's <laughs> extremely. You're gonna have to move the mic if you got. Yeah, yeah. I snuck into Ultra the last time it happened, so 2019. Um, I had it was like the peak of my life because I had seen Grizz at Buku the week before, so I saw Grizz twice in one week, and I was like, that is like all I need to exist. Like that's the best thing in my life. Did you guys see Grizz at Okeechobee? Of course. So I looked at my buddy. He held my hand. I said, I said, this isn't Grizz. This is Grant. This is great. Like, he played a fucking dubstep show that yeah. night. You know what I mean? Like, and he played so much sax, too, and all of the new shit. Like, oh. Yeah, it was an I, amazing He's literally set. my background. I'm obsessed with him. Yeah, but we got a big Grizz fan. I, my, I one of my in. girlfriends didn't know he was gay, and she's like, I can't wait to fuck Grizz. I'm all like, of his songs are about being gay. I don't I'm know like, how you don't know I, that. I said, girl, check his Instagram. She goes, what? And it said, it said the fun-loving EDM gay boy. And she goes, he's gay? I was like, girl, I have a better chance than you do, okay? Literally. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, so I had I had saw him at Buku, or, yeah, the week before, and I had planned on sneaking into Ultra for weeks. I was, like, calculating, okay, how am I going to do it? Can I borrow someone's kayak, kayak into Brickle Key? Because this was the, <laughs> right the time the that it happened at Brickle Key. Oh, I was like, all right, like, how, how do, yeah. I was like, all right, how do I do this? Because I'm going to go. I'm going to see Grizz twice in one week. 
And so basically my boyfriend at the time had um, bought a wristband, like a legit one, and we just like shared it between like four people. But it took me like five hours to get in because Brickle Key was not ready for that traffic. And it was a Was that disaster. when it was over the bridge? Yeah. Bro, when everyone got stranded. Dude, we sent in our friend. That was a mess. Dude. We sent in our friend Friday night to scope out the scene because he's like a pro at sneaking into festivals. So we're like, all right, yo, I'm going to drop you off, scope it out, let us know how it is so we can go tomorrow. And it was like so easy breezy for him. And the next day it was like not easy. And so I had walked like maybe like seven miles going end to end trying to get in for like a few hours but I finally made it in at the beginning of Grizz's set and he brought out the UM marching band and it was so, so sick good, it was so good and then we saw Dead Mouse, and I feel like he's also going to retire soon and that was super sick he's a fucking legend bro he's been yeah. doing this for years yeah Dead Mouse is like He's mature. Like he's he's, he's he's he might he might retire soon. You know. Let's go. Huh? He's mature. Mature. At this point, he's mature, right? He's like that vintage shit. <laughs> that too. But he, you know, he started hey, so a lot. So full disclosure, I have no idea who that was. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. I have no idea who that is. I thought it was somebody, but then I, I looked at him again. Unless he lost a lot of yeah, weight. Yeah, dude, that Daft Punk shit was crazy, though. Yeah, hey, guy. That hurt. That hurt. He's never going to hear this. So. And I was like, Mom, Annette. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. She goes, it's like a marriage. People it's like a literal marriage. Because I told my mom that Daft Punk broke up. Yeah. Hey, we got Bobby Smurder back, though. We got Bobby. Yeah, oh, my God. My friend, thank you, sir. My friend played a set. I think it was like we lost Daft Punk, but we got Bobby yeah, Schmurter back. My friend, he he DJs and he played a set, and he he so surreal, yeah. bro. What? Dude, well, literally put so, together. Like, so I think Bobby Schmurter didn't know about the whole Black Lives Matter thing because the first picture he posted was him with three white girls on his jet. Like, <laughs> he didn't really get the memo. <laughs> But I, I did further investigation on that. Turns out those are the three, his three friends from high school. Oh. So like he knew, like like before he went to jail, he like knew those girls. Oh. And so I made I made the joke, you know, not knowing the facts, but the he's a real one, bro. Well, you know what? Actually, like people, because my field is law. That's my huh? thing. People in jail are very educated on on current topics, a lot more than they think. The because they all watch the news. They don't necessarily all have a lot of technology. Like sometimes, like the older guys don't see the phones. You know what I mean? They don't know how the fuck to work an iPhone, but they know. Like they watch the news a lot. Like they watch a lot of fucking TV. Like that's all they do that's in jail. That's all they can bro. do in there is watch the news. Yeah, like. You ever been in jail? No, but I I know I know people. I know I've been people. to jail, bro. Jail sucks. Really? Fuck jail. Don't go to jail. No, I, I've never been to jail. jail well, sucks. Bobby Schmurter was in prison. Yes. And I know a lot of people that have been in prison. Heard that. So I know more about prison than jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, like, I know people who have come out of prison fully, full stockbrokers. Really? They come out, they just watch Bloomberg all they fucking day. They just learn shit. The and they read books there. the entire fucking time. Yeah. And they come out educated as fuck. They could That's fucking awesome. be a hedge fund manager. Yeah, like, man. It's dope. It's because, like, I mean, we're out, we're, we have our freedom, thank God. Yeah. But, like, how much do we read? Yeah, I actually <laughs> I actually started picking up a lot of books okay. because I was like, shit, like, 
what am I doing with my time? Yeah, yeah. If motherfuckers are in prison reading books all the time, being smarter than I am. What are you reading? What's the last thing you read? Last thing I read was actually, it was a finance book by Tony Robbins, actually. Tight. Tony and Robbins. And I just picked up, I love that dude. I just picked up this, like, you know, like the Four Dummies series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Index investing, Four Dummies. Four Dummies, nice. That's kind of Have what I'm into right now. Have you involved it into your life at all? I'm starting to. I just got my first actual paycheck Let's of my go. actual life. My first from, real from pickup. What? I work at Morgan & Morgan. Okay. I'm um, For the reefer. For the people. Oh, I meant for the reefer. No way. Oh my God, you work right behind me, right? You're the you're the you're the employment guy. Right? We got misconnections. Oh my god! Oh my god! Misconnections dude, happening right here right at Elixir. Me, I hear your voice every day. Hey, Temple Tales, bringing the people together. He's like he's like how are like how did you get fired from your job or something like that? Oh my god! This dude does unemployment law. Right behind you. And where do you what wait, do you do? Wait, how are you guys just meeting if he works ten feet away from you? And I just moved downstairs to the ninth floor. Like you can't talk to a badass chick like that. Dude, no fucking way. (laughs) Wait, so hey, hey, so for the people, what is happening right now? So I don't. That's so crazy. I literally was like, I'm in law, as if I'm a fucking asshole, and you're, you guys are there too. Talk my shit. Yeah. Weird flex, but okay. Dude's a whole ass paralegal. Wait, paralegal means you're not quite legal yet, or what is para? Oh wait, so paralegal, you do all the paperwork and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fancy. Work you know for what? I got interviewed for a paralegal position, and I turned that shit down because I literally don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do that work. That's it. Do you have to? Do you have to earn your like? Do you have to like pay your dues though? Like, do you have to be a paralegal? Or wait, wait, do you have to be a paralegal? To be not a for me. I'm going to law school in the fall. My girl said, not for me. I don't play your fucking game. I'm only, uh, to be honest, I'm only in this job for money for a bit and to learn a little bit. What do you want to do? What's the ultimate goal? Uh, real estate development. Okay. Some sort of real estate law within that. Tight. Going to kind of just charter that. And that's it. It's honestly just real estate. I'm just going to go to law school. Make some fuck fucking it. money, right? Yeah, I like real estate a lot. I like money too. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's like the index funds thing. That's the yeah. index investing. That's the finance books. So you just got your first paycheck. Are you excited about the future? Or? Yeah, I'm saving like I'm saving like all my fucking money. Where are you staying at? I live with my parents. That's what I'm saying, bro. I live that's with my I parents. I save up all my money. That's what I. That's and why that's I kind that. of the vibe. I fucking wish I lived with my parents. That's me, still, bro. My, uh, my sister just got married, and her and her husband live with my parents. Oh, no way. Yeah, they did for a while, and then yeah. they just bought a fucking trailer. Oh. They live in, like, a super nice mobile Dude, home. Dude, my parents bought like, a trailer, bro, too. one of the nicest mobile homes I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I thought my sister was like, I'm buying a trailer. I was like, what kind of redneck shit is this? But they dope. bought, like, a fucking $20,000 mobile home. My parents are into mobile home parks and stuff. Beautiful, yo. Crazy, crazy. It's beautiful. So tell what me, do you, like, what tell do you do at Morgan & Morgan? Ben says he works in the call center. Oh, no way. Ben's trying to get into product liability here, folks. Dude, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, I, um, I'm waiting to hear back from FAMU. So hopefully I'll know within the next two weeks. You, still got some, you guys still got some school left? I, I got it. I um I got a 154, so I'm like right with you. Yeah. Dude, I got into STEM 
Times. It's about who you know. Yeah. Oh, dope, dope. Cool. Good for you, dude. Maybe I'll see you at FAMU. Guys, we're out here. Fee -fee. Fucking Wednesday night. Fifi. At a mixer. But on the for the people, it says Fiorella Rodriguez. Fiorella. That's the. Yeah. Oh, low-key, I, I should go, too. Low-key? Low-key, I gotta go. Where can the people find you? What? Well, uh, closing statements. Uh, closing statements, all right. What I'll, do you believe in that you think other people should believe in? Um, The power of the mind. The power of the mind and the power of beliefs. Because beliefs fuel your thoughts, and your thoughts fuel your actions. So You heard the it here first, The power of the mind. Folks. That's mine. I love it. Thank you for sitting down with us. No problem. Man, what a fucking life, bro. We met some interesting characters tonight. Um, I'm a little drunk. I did some ketamine. Happy fucking Wednesday. You know what I mean? We're doing cheers here. Just listen, guys. Uh, no matter what you do, just be better at everybody else. You know what I mean? Just be the best. Be the fucking best all the time. You only have, oh, maybe. Reincarnation's a thing, too. That's what they say, the Buddhist. But maybe YOLO. I hope it's YOLO. But if oh, I, we're back. Corey with a K oh, here. Oh, Corey's here, bud. How's your night going, man? Let me tell you what, What's though? going on, buddy? Nothing, dude. It's popping here tonight. I like it. Is it? You think so? It's picking up a little bit. I think Amy sold one thing. Redefined got $10 worth. Um, I think there's been more. Nice. I was holding down the fort a little bit. There's some shoppers out there, That's you know? Fun, bro. I enjoy this so much. So much. And uh, you didn't want to do it tonight. I was a little tired, man. I didn't think I had anything to this talk about. This is what we do. I know. It's what we do. That's all I had to say to you. I was like, this is what we do. And you're like, all okay. right. What was the th 2021? Do what you say you're going to do. Hey, be about it. Don't don't front. Just be about it. That's it, man. Are we out? Are we out? Are we Temple Tales in? We got, we got a minute 24, oh, oh, we bro. We got an hour right 24. Oh, shit. That means we had some good-ass interviews, bro. Good, I think we had a four or five, 30 What time is it? Today. Is it about our time? Yeah, it's about our time to go out and have a good night. 11.40 so, on you know, Wednesday. The craziest part about this is, is we took a week off, and both of us, every time we saw each other at the house, we're like, bro, I can't wait for the next one. Jonesing to talk to you people. Yeah, man. So come out. Talk to us. We'll open it up. You don't have to, you don't have to come with anything prepared. We'll dig in. We'll find out. So I got one shout-out to make. Avid Norkview. She was on our first interview. Crushing it. Avid Norku is now opening up for Nor and Pure at Celine uh, this Friday the 5th. It's fucking crazy, dude. I feel like we might have interviewed a potential superstar. Superstar, dude. Like, we're just sitting here setting up bullshit. We literally set up. Ben has fucking advertising placards with the with the microphone box because we forgot the fucking stand i forgot the mic stand and it looks wonky but it's working dog ben you want to sit down and talk ben's good oh hey. he's in here slide it on over wait Corey, you're up i gotta piss we're back sorry we thought we had some closing remarks but we got ben on here that's uh, right not holla at a fool but we got ben i'm saying My man met him when i first walked in Guy's a legend out here. 
More or less. Depends on who you ask. Who am I asking? Uh, well, you're asking Benjamin. We got Benji Boy out here. Yes, sir. So tell us about yourself. We come from a long line of great weekends and difficult Sundays. Uh, we're having a great time. We're from the 561. Shout 561, out. where's that? 561 will be West Palm Beach. Got oh, Palm the Beach Palm County. Beach. Absolutely. Got to put that back on the map. And now we're out in Orlando, 407, the city of dreams. I'll tell you what, if you're from Florida, you know Orlando is where it's at. And if you don't, then I don't know what rock you've been sleeping under. But here we are. So what brought you to Orlando? Orlando, boy, 2012, the housing market was looking better up here. And so was UCF. And let me tell you, to get into UCF, you might have to have a grade point average recommendation, but it's almost the unspoken requirement. You gotta be like an eight out of 10. So I don't know why they let me in, but we rode with it and it was a great time. No, I hear you, eight out of 10, guess what? I grew up here when uh, the Waterford Town Center area was non-existent. So eight out of 10, I get it. Right. I get it. I heard you were the Duke of Waterford, that you actually settled the place, is that correct? No, or am I, did I, not, I did not, I did not. Oh man. Maybe the Duke of Eastwood. Duke of, <laughs> there you I, was, go. I was a third house in my neighborhood back by back in the back, you know? There you go. But I don't consider myself a Duke. That's a, that's a big title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe the Duke of Geneva, but that would imply Geneva's, you. Uh, Geneva's like 10 houses over there. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. So we're out here. We're enjoying Orlando. Just got back from the Dominican Republic. So tell us about that. Tell me about that. Dominican Republic was so something else. We did a we did a lot. So as far as the things that are radio appropriate, well, everything's radio appropriate. Everything's radio appropriate. Well, in that case, <laughs> shit was lit. The amount of alcohol drank was shocking. Henny White is a real thing. I'll tell you that. We walked out the airport day one with about seven hundred dollars of Henny White alone. They got a thing in customs where it's like you buy six bottles for like. 360 or something, we said, fuck it, give us 12. And that shit was gone within 48 hours between eight people. And next thing I knew, I had a Dominican girlfriend and shit was great. And uh, check in in nine months, but I'm pretty sure everything's good I to go. I hope you have a real girlfriend because that's not good to say. No, <laughs> definitely don't. No, so <laughs> tell us about the Dominican. What'd you do outside of drinking and having a party? What'd you do? There's gotta be a ton of stuff out there, man. I've never oh, been there. Absolutely. I've been to Puerto Rico, that's the closest I've been, but I've heard Dominican Republic is awesome it is off the chain brother so we went to punta cana that's like the number one like tourist destination tourist, yep. you know but right now during 2021 covid you know things are a little bit different so we went eight people deep you know me being the eighth person i knew two of them everybody else came from dc they came from atlanta it was a squad of travelers that said let's get together and i was like let's go that's that awesome. sounds like a blast we all met up had a overlapping flight in fort lauderdale everything was perfect so there's a pretty hefty curfew out there. You cannot be out on the street after 5 p.m. on like any day of the week. So that was fine because we got an Airbnb with a private chef, three square meals a day. We were geared up, take a taxi wherever you want to go. We got a bus. We did a party boat. We did ATV rides. We went fucking horseback riding, like anything and everything you could imagine. It was the longest five days of my life. and. Lots of pictures to tell the tale, but what excursions you do? Did you jump off cliffs? Did you, you know, ride jet skis? Hit up, hit up. Yeah, we went swimming in a cave. We went on a party boat. We went ATV riding Was through the middle creepy, of though? nowhere. Like swimming in a cave, that's got to be pretty crazy. You pop your head up, you're like, oh shit, there's rocks. I'll tell you what. Between eight people, I was the only one with the cojones to jump in. They're like, oh, it looks cold. 
Like, ah, oh, get out of here. Oh, I like you, Ben. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's my style. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I'm the one that might might peer off the trail for a little bit, but I come back leading the pack. So. I hear you. I, I grew up with a brother. He's uh, four years older than me, and I hung out with him and all of his friends from, like, elementary school up until I hit, like, you know, sixth, seventh grade when he was right, in high right. school. He kind of grew away from me in a weird way. Not weird, but, you know, right. it is what it is. Life happens. Literally, I was the guinea pig. So that's how I live life now. Like, I'll do whatever, whenever, wherever. I've got people. If there's no people around, I'll do it first. I don't care. I'll jump. Makes sense. But what's the, what's cave diving life? I'm very interested because I've been thinking about trying to do it. I've been very interested in going to the Devil's Den for the longest time. Me Being too. a Floridian, it's not that far from us. We're in Central Florida. That's it's a two-hour drive. Though. Yes. But to go to the Devil's Den, you're supposed to wear a wetsuit. You're supposed to be ready to go. Uh, this cave was like, eh, I'm expecting it to be like 50 degrees. You know, it was okay. Made your nipples a little hard, but you know, nothing you can't shake off. But uh, yeah, it was awesome. A little bit the hard to get out. Helps. The white yeah, henny helps. Yeah, the white henny helps. They also gave you some mamawana, which is something that people probably don't know is a Dominican thing that they allegedly hold out to be like an aphrodisiac. So, you know, whatever. We all what had a it? shot of it. It's like it's like a rum that's like a spice rum. It's about the same proof as like um, like Captain. Um, so I have a bottle of it at home that one of my homegirls have given to me a while ago I just never drank it it's sitting on the bar it's gone now ain't it oh it's gone it's gone now <laughs> it's gone now yeah once I learned so I bought a bottle of it and just called it a day let's just say that was a great night a uh, great proceeding three nights but uh you know you make a good impression and you know they hit you back all that to be said leave it all in the field and you'll never be disappointed hell yeah but so, i will say uh, i one of the highlight moments if i had to give one takeaway from the entire trip which is ironic it was that i, I saw the sunrise two times in four days and with no you know extracurriculars to keep you awake other than pure motivation and living life okay. and then i yacked in the airport on the way back on two hours of sleep had some ginger ale brought me back to life Flew back to Fort Lauderdale. Ginger ale is a lifesaver. Ginger ale is a Your mom was not kidding when you were like seven. Or your dad was not kidding when you were like seven and said, hey, your stomach hurts, drink some ginger ale. Absolutely. And that's what we're brought up on, brother. You know, you learn from the best and you inherit it. You just roll with it. That's crazy. So I I do want to ask one more question about the Dominican Republic. You said you went ATV riding. So what is there to ATV ride to? Like, tell me a little bit about the landscape. Tell me about the, what you saw and when you did the ATV ride. Obviously, cave diving. You're diving in a cave. You pop your head up. You're like, oh, shit, there's a lot of rocks. What did you see on the ATV ride? I'm trying to learn as much as I can about Putacana in the Dominican Republic. So, first and foremost, I saw the fattest ass I'd ever seen. I was sitting right in front of hey, me. Amen. <laughs> I was sitting right in front of me. But we had to take about an hour and a half ride from Punta Cana, which is on the coast, into, you know, third world country DR. And then we were on like a 50 acre like uh, ranch. So they're the ones that own all the ATVs. There's wild horses running around all over the place, just like you're in like Vieques, Puerto Rico, where like the horses outnumber the people. And you ride around, all of a sudden you're at the beach. I got to play a pickup game of soccer with some Dominicans. I ran about a quarter mile away from everybody. So we're away from the tourist area where they're gonna try to maybe buy shot glasses. So that, that was great. But the ranch was like 50 acres. It was super dope. It was like the cave was on the property. There's like kids running up to you trying to sell you flowers, so you give them a tip. 
it, honestly, that part was like mad, mad depressing. But most of the kids that were on the property were Haitian. For whatever reason, I grew up and learned how to speak French, so I was able to have some conversations with them. Haiti it's is different obviously different kind of French, though. Different kind of French. Different kind of French. It certainly is. But my best friend's Haitian, so I know like what the accent is a little you bit. You got the Creole side of it. You got the you got the Haitian side of it. And That's I'll tell you what, side. when the the, the Haitian marketeers would like come up to me and try to sell something. Like, ah, como ça va? Well, that's like the most common. How you doing in French? And they immediately, their mindset changed up real quick. Ah, oh, we ain't going to hustle them. Yeah, you what do you want, my friend? All of a sudden, it's what do you want, my friend? As opposed to, hey, 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 grabbing your arm and shit. So that was cool. That came that's in handy big time. That's, that's an upper, upper hand, hand for sure, bro. Yo, so wild horses, that's funny. Because uh, one of my buddies, he grew up in Ocean City, Maryland. There's a beach in Ocean City, Maryland. Right. That is like a private park. And the wild horses run wild there. You wouldn't think Ocean City, Maryland or like that area, like Maryland, would have wild horses. But there's wild horses in that park. So it's funny It's funny you say that. You think about like history. Like imagine how many wild horses ran across the United States. It's insane. That's it is sick. crazy. And That's the horses were really the pretty list. too. The horses were all like white and gray and like kind of a little bit different than what you think of when you just think of a regular horse. So they all have some dreads, you know, but they were... There was really pretty, bro. Like this, the scenery. You know, you know, you traveled right when you go to somewhere where you look at your pictures after, and you're like, the pictures do not do justice to what I saw. And I haven't traveled much, but boy, am I a changed man now. I'm, I'm about to turn 27, and now my extra money is not going to fucking going downtown. Granted, that's where I am right now. Amen. But moving here on out, that money's going in the safe so that we can plan the next trip. I think Jamaica's next. And it's gonna be a whole vibe. That's awesome. And we'll tell you about it when it happens. That's sick. So, um, just to close us out here. Um, what's something you believe in that you think other people should believe in? One thing I believe in that I think other people should believe in is act as if and treat other people the way that you wanna be treated. Those are two very distinct things. Act as if, if you have a goal, you need to act as if that is where your life is headed. So, if you wanna be a lawyer and shit's been tough for you, which is my personal situation, you need to act as if that's what's gonna happen. Make every step in that direction, and one day it will. Now I'm a 2L in law school, in the top 10 out of 200 people, and I couldn't be happier about it. Um, Let's fucking go. Absolutely. And treat other people the way you wanna be treated. Sometimes you'll have very few interactions. I may never meet you again in my life, but as long as we're nice to we each do. other, when I do see you, you're probably gonna dab me up, aren't you? I'm Corey with a K. Absolutely. Ben, ben, let's go. Benji boy. Hey, so where, can, where can the people find you? Instagram? Where Facebook? can they find me? Yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Instagram, uh, Ben there, done that. So it's Ben underscore done, D U N, that. Pretty hard, pretty hard to forget, yeah, right? That was hard. You probably had to fight for that one, apparently. Not really. Unless, I, unless you started it like 10 years ago. <laughs> I thought it was corny as hell, but it was easy to pick. That's so fucking here sick. Here we are. Hey, Ben, pleasure talking to you. Absolutely, my I brother. I can't wait to hear about your next endeavor. I can't wait to see you again downtown. Absolutely, man. So this is our second closer. I mean, I like it though. It's called an encore. <laughs> Allegedly, it's called an encore. Corey with a K, bro. I'm glad uh, that you're a part of this shit, man. Me too, bro. I'm you glad you're I'm a saying? part of it, bro. I'm glad. I'm glad you run the fucking logistical side and the, you know all this. All this. I am Young Jamie. Band. Shout out. You're definitely by Kiki. You're definitely not a rapper. No. But you're a rapper. You got you got flow. I'm gonna put one of my songs right here. Right here. Hi. Hi. Hi, buy some shit. Buy some shit. Acidbykiki.com, bitch.
bitches. But uh, just to close us out, man, I'm looking forward to next Wednesday. I think it's, I think it's going to be very vibing. So how do we get more people here is my question. We do free ketamine. Negative, <laughs> Ghost Rider. Negative, negative, negative. And you heard it here first, folks. Amen. <laughs>